Hey, this is um, Platform Life, and I'm your host, Marvin Kelly, and I'm on here just to give you a word that the Lord had given me, and um, hopefully this is something that God will be, be very present for you through this through His word that you can eat off of and allow you to find encouragement in it and comfort for you and your family. family. And I know right now, uh, the pandemic that's going on in this world is, is, is a crisis, is something that that a lot of people are just afraid of. Um, I've never seen it like this since I have been here on this earth. Um, this is something brand new, brand new for a lot of people. And so this is what God has given me, and I just want to give it to you. Uh, just a word of encouragement to let you know uh, something that God wanted me to tell you. And so the word that God wanted me to tell you is, is let's get back to uh, the secret place. Let's get back to the secret place. And so the first scripture I'm, go I'm going to uh, read for you um, is going to be from Second Colossians, uh, Chronicles, excuse me, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12 through, let's see, 12 through 14 right now, 12 through 14. And I want to um, give you uh, what God is trying to say. I believe what God is trying to say to his people right now. And I'm reading from the King James and Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12 starts off and says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thou prayer and have chosen this place. This is when Solomon just built the temple. and He prayed to God and God is now replying back to Solomon. And he says, I chose this, I chose this place um, to myself for a house of sacrifice 13 says if i shut up heaven and that there be no rain or if i commanded the locusts to devour the land or if i send pestilence among the people um 14 if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves that's one pray to seek my face three turn from their wicked ways he says then i will hear from your heaven your heaven and I will forgive you their sin and I will heal the land and we are at a point right now to where we are needing to come before God and humble ourselves and do all the steps that God gives us in verse 14 because we are in a, a need of the healing of the land and so uh, what is this place and that's the question what is this place that I can go to um, that God will actually hear from me. And there's a, a place that God has given you. And so when he tells you to humble yourself, number one, when he tells you to pray, when he tells you to seek uh, his face and then turn from, from your wicked, wicked ways, excuse me, there, that is a positional placement that you place yourself. And that is what you call the secret place. It's what you call the secret place. It's a secret place. It's, 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 it's something that David uh, David talks about and also Isaiah talks about inside of their Psalms. And um, it, is, it is a place that when you read from that Psalms, it's a place of protection, security. But let's go ahead and read from it. I'm reading from the uh, ESV Bible when I read from the Psalms. So the first one, I'm, I'm going to read what uh, David said. And I think Psalms 27, verses uh, 4 and 5, 
Uh, excuse me if you hear a lot of uh, moving around, so I'm just kind of going through the Bible. I have like several different um, Bibles um, that I'm reading from and even commentaries that I'm trying to take from. So forgive me if you hear a lot of uh, um, papers just fondling around. But I'm reading from Psalms 27, verse 4. It says, One thing I ask of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter. Hide me in his shelter. So there's a placement that David is now giving himself to be in the time of trouble um, and he will conceal me under the cover of his tent and he will lift me up upon a rock and so that's what David talks about first he comes into the the, um, the actual temple the house of the Lord uh, all the days of his life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord to inquire of his of his temple for he shall hide me in his in his shelter in his shelter in the day of trouble and I remember even my mother saying uh, this scripture all the time in the time of trouble he shall hide me and and the question is where is that place that we go for God God to hide us and so um, as well Isaiah talks about it too um, it's in Isaiah chapter 26 let's just go there right quick I'm just trying to cover all these scriptures so, so uh, we can go through it and read it, and um, just to just to see what God is trying to say to us. And I won't be long; I'm be very uh, short with this. Um, and so I'm gonna read these scriptures, and then I'm just going to expound on it a little bit, just to give you this word from God. And so Isaiah chapter 26 says this in the same um, version as uh, in ESV. It says, Isaiah chapter 26, verses 20 and 21, it says, Come, my people, enter your chambers. This is actually God talking to the people now, to his people. He says, Come, my people, my people. I want you to I want you to underline that my people. Come, my people, enter your chambers. Underline that chambers. Shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little while. This is what he said. Hide yourself for a little while until the fury has passed by. For behold, the Lord is coming out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquities. And the earth will disclose the blood, the bloodshed on it and will no more cover its sleigh. So it, it shall no more cover, cover the bodies um, that the Lord is going to punish or bring judgment to. And... Just by reading that, the only other thing that uh, comes to mind is when uh, the deaf angel passed um, uh, through, um, what was that, Exodus, in the book of Exodus, when the, the last plague that was coming through um, uh, Egypt, when Moses told the people of God to put the blood over their, their doorposts so the deaf angel can pass from the judgment of the iniquities of the Egyptians. And so that's the other thing that comes to mind uh, when I read that. But it seems like now we are at this point again. And so we are at the point of Second uh, Chronicles where it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble, humble themselves, like do these different steps that God is saying uh, to Solomon. 
and we know that them steps is considered as a placement for the people people of God's mind. And so now in this particular uh, season, in this particular covenant, we are now considered as the temple. And he says, no, you're not, that, that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so now there's a placement now in our spirit, man. It's a placement of submission now in our hearts that God is now talking about. And so David talks about the hiding place. And now Isaiah talks about a, a chamber as well that God is telling his people to hide from. And so when you begin to connect them two together, it is what we call the secret place, which is found in uh, Psalms 91. And right now there are a lot of people, a lot of people who are who are now um, 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 of going to Psalms 91. And it is, this is actually a, a point of protection. This is um, a commentary says this is an intimate Psalms described describes the confidence that the believer may have through all manners of danger and challenges. The psalm speaks about the faithful person as he. Now, he becomes personal. The he is considered as mankind, so to say. And uh, I want to read from, this is ESV, and it says, He that dwelleth in the shelter. And if you read in King James, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And it says that uh, uh, the great truth lies in general for us, that he is concerned in general to all, that all those who live a life of communion with God are consistently safe under his protection and may therefore preserve a holy serenity and security, secure, security uh, of mind at all times. And so when you read through that Psalms, it says, he that dwelleth, he that dwelleth. And when you look up the word dwelleth, it is defined as establish or to settle. He that set settles or he that is established. And then it, there's another word that goes into it. It says uh, married, to be married. He that is married to the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadows and shadow right there means defense of the Almighty. And so, this Psalms, it says, they thought it was uh, uh, penned by Moses or e either David. And so, whoever written this Psalms is telling you the benefits um, of, of, of you being in the secret place or being married or being established or being settled in the secret place of the Most High God. And when you begin to read it, and I'm reading from the ESV, I think the perfect version to read from is the Message Bible. I think it is, uh, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick. The Message Bible is really good to read from when you're reading the 91st Division of Psalms because it actually breaks everything down uh, for you so you can really understand uh, the benefits of staying in the secret place of the Most High God. And to, and, and and what God is saying is, I need you to be married to me, to be married to me, not just to have a a part time relationship with me, and thinking that you're going to up, uh, attain all the benefits of of actually having a relationship. It's just like a marriage to me. Um, when a person gets married, 
to a person uh, of any type of benefits as far as money. Um, maybe they own certain things uh, in their lives, whatever it may be. Uh, unless they sign a prenup, you know, I don't want to even go into that. Whatever that person has when they get married, even their their debts, <laughs> when you get married, that person uh, begins to uh, take on everything about that person. It takes on you take on all the problems, you take on all the wealth, you take on all the beauties of it, uh, you take on all the hurt of it. Whatever you married into or establish yourself in you take on it now now you're in covenant with it and so um i'm trying to pull up psalms 91 in the message uh, bible but the question is what is secret place what is a secret place um the secret place is a place for the bride it's a place a place for the bride and for the groom it's a place for the bride that is there for the groom uh, it's a place of worship a place of worship uh, it is also a place of protection. Place of protection is a place to be covered, and to be covered is is not only uh, uh, far as protection is concerned. To be covered is uh, to be uh, taken care of. To be covered, that he has you on all hands, uh, and it's also a place of love, and uh, mainly it's a place of relationship. And when you talk about the secret place, uh, when as concerned far as you know what what David or whoever wrote or, or Moses talks about here in 91, uh, 91st division of Psalms, um, you you talk about uh, a place where God hides you, where God establishes you, and it resembles a place of Goshen, uh, where the Israelites were at, were placed at in that land uh, from the Egyptians, and and when you begin to read that story of Moses, you'll begin to see that God uh, made a distinction between the wicked and the righteous. That some of the things that hit the land of the Egyptians did not hit Goshen at all. And so the Bible says that, that Pharaoh sent men down there to see if this was true. And they saw that everything um, that the Israelites had was were still alive. And so you know, from every plague, so on and so on. I think after the frogs came, that's when, uh, that's when God started making the distinction to show Pharaoh that I'm God, that I'm for my people, that they are in my secret place, Goshen. And that's what God is saying to us right now. He says, if you go into your Goshen, um, he says, I will make a distinction between you and the right, you and the wicked, you and the people who don't believe. Now, I'm not going to say just the wicked, the one who does not believe in God. I'm going to make a distinction between uh, a, a, a both. And I'm going to let them see how my hands is on the righteous uh, greater than it is on the on, on, on the wicked. And so I know the Bible says that he rang on the just uh, as, as well as the unjust. Just, but when it comes to his people, like Isaiah said, he says, my people... He says, go into your chamber and take cover, my people. And even in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7, he says, if my people. And so he makes a distinction in, in scripture already about my people. And so I just want to read right quick the benefits of what, um, of what was talked about in Psalms 91. And I can't pull up this message uh, Bible. 
uh, with this technology I have. I'm trying to pull it up, but it seemed like it won't pull up. So I'm going to go ahead and read from the ESV, and I just wanted you to see a little bit of it. He says, uh, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High God will abide in the shadows of the Almighty. He says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snares and the foulage. Okay, it just pulled up. Let me go ahead and read read this from the Message Bible. Um, from the top it says, um, and this is Psalms 91 from the Message Bible. It says, As you who sits down in, in the high God's presence, calls him the high God's presence, spend the night in Shaddai's shadow, says this, God, you're my refuge. I trust you. It says, my safety. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. Uh, his huge outstretched arm protects you. Under them, uh, you're perfectly safe. His arms uh, fend off all harms. Uh, it says, fear nothing, not wild, wild wolves in the night, not flying arrows in the day. He says, not, not disease uh, that prowls through the darkness, nor destructions that erupt at noon. Even though others succumb all around, it says drop like flies left and right, no harm will even, it says, graze you. You'll stand untouched, watch it all from a distance, watch the wicked turn into corpses. Yes, because God's your refuge, the high God, your very own home. He says, you, he says when you make it your home, you see, you now you're making it personal. When you make me, that's what God is saying. He says, when you make me your home, this is what's going to happen to you. He says, evil uh, can't get close to you. He says, harm can't get through the door. He ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, he says, they will catch you. You see that? He says, he says that when you make me your home, he says, I will protect you. No harm will get to you. He says, the angels will protect you won't let anything at all get into your way he says i'm there for you he says angels will keep you from falling and so when you begin to make this your home your dwelling place not just a place that you go to when you're in trouble not just a place you go to um, because you hurt your mother or your grandparents uh, say this is uh, the, the your refuge god is your help He's not just your help. He is uh, your father. He is he is the person you have relationship with you. Um, he is your God. He is the person that reigns over your life. And so, so many people uh, just call on him when they're in trouble. Call on him when there is a great crisis that's happening right now uh, in this world. How many people right now is just crying out to God? And God's like, I don't even know who you are because you have not spoken to me. All, all year long, you haven't spoken to me uh, really throughout your whole life. But, but this is where God wants to people at. Not just to call on him, but to repent. To come and have relationship with him. To come and commune with him so he can be their God. So he can be that protector. He, he wants them to cry out to him. And this is what God desires for his people. He says, I give you protection. I'll watch over you. I will be your God. He says, no diseases, no harm. He says, and if you read the King James, he says, uh, he says, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. He says, but nothing will come near to you, but you will see it just from a distance. And this is when you make God your home, when you make 
that secret place, uh, the place of establishment for you, the place that where you settle at, the place where you marry, the intimate place. And this is what God is trying to tell his people and that he wants to desire really the whole world right about now. He, he is calling you back to that place where you can find safety in him. And so this is just a small uh, word that God has given me to give to his people. And I pray that it has uh, uh, been food for you to eat off of, to gain strength from. And I pray for all the individuals who are dealing with this sickness. And I know we all are, but I'm talking about the ones that are, are uh, infected by it right now. And I pray for your health and strength that you will, um, uh, that God will heal you, that you will recover uh, from this sickness. And we, we, we just give God praise for what he's doing. And we may not understand everything that what God is doing, but we know that God has us in his hands and he is in control of all things. And we curse the devourer right now that tries to come and bring death on this land. We curse death. We curse sickness. Uh, we curse everything that the enemy has planned. And we, we release the Holy Spirit to come. Release God's protected angels to come on this land. And to show us and actually to give us wisdom on what to do and how to do. And how to guide our families. And I know uh, that families are now coming together as one. And, 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 and I know as we come together, I know we just need to pray. We need to pray not just for ourselves, but others.